Welcome to another episode of our Inner Sparks Featured Stories. I am Lily Yen, your host of this podcast and founder of Our Inner Sparks, ordinary women sharing our extraordinary stories. We all have so many inspiring women around us in our lives. We need to acknowledge and celebrate each of these women's successes. Let's do that together. Let's use these opportunities as ways to inspire and empower each other and others. Join me to discover, embody, and share our inner sparks. Today, we will have the pleasure to speak with Jennifer Ettinger. She's a mom, a wife, a coach, an author, a social media correspondent, and strategist, as well as an entrepreneur with two companies, Fit Your Style and Pink Dreams. She is an amazingly positive, and as well as you can see, multifaceted person. Jennifer is well-respected and loved by those in the media and her network, and she has over 20,000 followers on social media. Today, I have invited her to share her journey and secrets with all of us. Let's get right to it. Hi, Jennifer. Welcome to Our Inner Sparks Featured Stories. Thank you for having me, Lily. I'm excited to be here today. I'm so glad you can join us. Thrilled that you're able to share your extraordinary story and the journey that you've had in the world of media. Well, I'm excited because we found each other through the power of social media, and it was that lovely invitation that brought us here. So thank you for reaching out. Oh, thank you so much. Yeah, like you said, we're so lucky to be able to even meet in a world like this. Being on Twitter for a while, and we crossed paths, and yeah, it's a wonderful world of social media has brought us together. So I've always enjoyed your uplifting personality and your positive energy. You bring on a lot of active involvement in all types of media. So I figured bring you on here and talk a little bit about this because I've been recently better understanding this new world of media conversions. At the beginning, when I first read it, I'm like, what, what is that? Because social media has been kind of the, the thing, right? And anybody says, you want to get to your audience, you go to the social media. And But now there's a lot of talks about media convergence, which is really for people who don't know, the merging of all the mass media and communication outlet, like print, television, radio, and internet, as well as the digital platforms that are what we know as social media. So I feel like not only... You are demonstrating it today that how you would go about and merge all those technologies and media together, but also you are a role model for many years that <laughs> you've already done this for so many years <laughs> and leveraged all this media outlets. So it's, you know, it'd be great to, while we're talking about your story, to also bring this aspect in as well in our conversation. Well, I appreciate you because you taught me a new term that I didn't even realize. I'm cool and I didn't even know. I You're mean, so I love cool. it. <laughs> way ahead you know totally sometimes we do these things we don't even know we're doing it and uh, that's the beauty of it my daughter's gonna cringe because i just used the word cool so i probably just like brought myself down to 20 notches but oh well but it's, it's good to know about this and i'd love to share the story of how i was able to integrate all of these different platforms together it was very serendipitous yet there still was a strategy behind it Right, right. We'll talk all about that. Right. So before we get into your journey, could you give the audience a short introduction of yourself, who you are personally, but also uh, professionally, what do you do? 
Sure. So again, my name is Jennifer Ettinger. I am a dual citizen of the U.S. and Canada. I call myself a holistic girl that lives in an entertainment and social media world, a lover of pink energy, um, pink as a definition, and live my life through a pink dreams lens, uh, purpose, integrity, newsworthy, kindness, determination, reputation, working through a level of excellence, thinking like an athlete when you're having a tough day that you cross that finish line, filling yourself with positive mantras equals pink dream success. I am a wife, a mother, a CEO of two companies, Fitcher Style and Pink Dreams Inc. I've been an entrepreneur for 16 years in holistic practices of physical, personal training, um, holistic studies, which then became um, this new world of mine eight years ago in social media uh, correspondence and then eventually strategy. So I wear a lot of hats. Mm -hmm. uh, I always have, but I love that multi-dimension that a person's able to step into if they allow themselves to. Mm -hmm. I was actually going to ask that question later, but since we're talking about it now, let's talk about this. You know, like you say, you wear so many hats, uh, different roles that you actually take. And some people say you can't do it all, but you seem to be doing it all, Jennifer. Oh, you're so sweet. Right? How are you doing this? And how do you juggle all of these different roles with such grace and energy? Well, you know, I actually was in an interview with a psychologist one day and I said to her, Rebecca, do I have like ADD or ADHD like that? I have to go here and here. And she actually gave me uh, the clinical answer that some people have cross neurotransmitters in their brain, which gives them the capacity of doing multiple things well. Oh, wow. Because I did hear my whole life, which most people here do one thing and do it well. Right. Exactly. Don't reinvent the wheel. And my whole life, I've never followed that protocol. And I think that whether that is, you know, she, she calmed my nerves by telling me there is a clinical answer. I just allowed myself always to step into an experience and to try and not have the fear of failing. And what was interesting is that allowing myself to keep that inner childlike mm. perspective on opportunity or creating opportunity. And my mother always taught me Jenny, if not you, then who? Like Aww. someone has to be picked or someone can have the role. And so I think between my work in terms of spiritual work on inner child and myself and hearing that guidance of what's the worst thing that can happen, it allowed me to free myself uh, and broke the barriers that I could step into a platform and try. And then as things were getting built, then try the next. And sooner than later, it's been a beautiful experience as a 16 year um, entrepreneur of going through so many different chapters in my life of right? allowing myself these experiences. And building upon it too. It's, yes. you know, it's, it's almost like every, every stage of your career in those 16 years has been a building block for where you are now, right? It, and I'm sure absolutely. it'll continue to develop as you move forward and as you, you know, explore boundaries, um, you know, where it ends up. One of the things that you said was not afraid to explore, that keeping that curiosity there. That's so true. Like, I think a lot of times we 
when we grow up, <laughs> we tend to forget that we can continue to be that child, that inner child inside and continue to let that grow and then feed that curiosity and do those new things and explore. And, and it does take sometimes being a little bit fearless and not worry about uh, where you may or may not end up, right? And sometimes you do fail at certain things. And maybe we can talk about that as, as an entrepreneur, because uh, I'm sure not everything we do, we end up succeeding immediately. Exactly. Um, but yeah, it's, a, it's amazing. I just feel like you transmit that, you know, energy and um, curiosity, and it's just, you're continuously moving forward. So it's, it's amazing to see. Thank you. Thank you. And I think it's important that there's times in our lives when the outer world shares with us that um, having that curiosity or that sense of adventure is almost diminishing to your uh, expertise hat that you have to be serious and you have to be very professional. And if you start talking about inner child, that means you're woo woo and like that's taking you in a whole other category. And I'm saying, no, um, in my case, what is wrong with merging your true self with your business self and yep. being transparent to um, the marketplace and to your potential clients that this is who you are. This defines who you are. And in actuality, that uniqueness, that creativity is the impetus for the success of your business because you are comfortable in your own self. Oh, absolutely. I love that. I love Thank that. you. Why don't we talk about how you got started you know, with your own business and why did you start in the first place? Sure. So I think for many of us, it comes down to experiences that have changed our life or impacted our life in some way that becomes the stimulus for our thinking to become an entrepreneur. And that is in my case. I was bedridden many years ago with chronic fatigue syndrome and fibromyalgia. I was on disability and bedridden for about a year mm. of my life here in Toronto, the first time I moved to Canada. And during that time, I'm going to totally uh, put my age myself here and that's okay. <laughs> we didn't have internet freely. Right. So um, I realized, and there is a place absolutely for traditional medicine that serves such incredible purpose and have so much respect for it. But I was finding that I wasn't feeling right on the medications and the things that I was on. So I decided I wanted to do my own research to see what other opportunities there were for me in terms of dealing and managing my, my challenges. Right. Um, so I started researching at bookstores and buying all the different books I could find on fibromyalgia and chronic fatigue that were written worldwide. I, I specifically and strategically looked everywhere to find out if there were similar correlations. And there were from the holistic perspective. And honestly, a lot of them were quite simple. Um, cleaner eating, meditation, gentle movement, vitamin therapy, and understanding perhaps what your body might be missing. And so I started to adapt those into my life. I could only work out two minutes a day, Lily, because I would be exhausted. I had an old manual stair stepper that my husband bought me. And then within one year's time of really adapting these practices, I sought out a, a mentor as well for holistic and spiritual practices. Mm -hmm. I was able to change my life in a year. And I was wow. doing Kaibo kickboxing, burning wow. 800 calories in an hour. And 
that became the impetus for me to go, oh my goodness, I transformed my life with simple methods. Right. Now, I am not saying this is a disclaimer. This is not for everyone. Everyone has to seek and with their doctor's assistance and create their teams and follow the protocols. But this right. is what worked for me. Right. It changed my life so profoundly that I became a certified personal trainer. Um, and I am very excited to say I became a trainer two months before my daughter was born. I took my certification test two months before she was born and her name is Arden. So my company and my daughter are two months apart. And I oh. did that because I wanted to stay home. Right. So I birthed at the same time, a beautiful daughter and a beautiful business that would, with the strategy and perspective of being able to stay home and focus on being an entrepreneur and be a mom full-time, which was important to me. Right. So at that point, Fit Your Style was created. Fit Your Style means FIT. I went to FIT, the Fashion Institute of Technology in New York City for my undergrad and my graduate work. Uh -huh. um, style is my undergrad. Your is that unique expression of stepping into your own individuality. So there is definite meaning behind any words that I choose. Yeah. And the company was born. From there, it went from working in Michigan, we moved to Toronto kind of went back and forth a bit. And then I fell into regional television with Rogers TV, uh, which I'll forever be grateful for. And they had me on as a trainer, um, talking about wellness and different aspects of wellness, which then led to me writing a book called Find Your Inner Goddess, mm -hmm. which is about us, Lily, stepping into our power as women, that we are not apples or pears, because that's very deceiving. To ourselves as a former pair who has a JLo physique when it wasn't in trend and going to fashion school was very difficult. So I understood that I needed to step into my own power and really embrace my own body shape, my own identity. So I created a book where you're five goddess shapes. And once you identify your goddess shape, there were beauty boosting foods and workouts for your shape mind mantras, healthy beauty, uh, beauty boosting foods, and that over 12 weeks time, you would have a certification that you found your inner goddess. My master's degree is in museum studies, and that's where the love of goddess history comes in. So really the book is a culmination once again of everything that I've been leading to in terms of my education to that time. Right. Like you said, you're bringing yourself into the work that you do and you know, merging it all beautifully. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. I love, it. I love that. Yeah. So we're going to put a link of that book in the, in our descriptions. That sounds Thank you. amazing. Yeah. Thank you. you talked about the book, the authoring, the business, and then, you know, you didn't really talk about social media. How did you get into the social yeah, so media? You did talk about the media and how did you jump into the social media? So it's perfect that you brought that up right now because it's the next phase. Okay. So the book came out. I started doing regional television. I started, uh, I was given the gift of having my own regional show. In fact, two of them with Rogers, which was life-changing. And I will forever be grateful because they taught me how to read from a prompter. I had to be real to tape which means we were in, uh, filming in real time and I would have to go run in, in a corner and switch clothes real quick because of like commercial breaks and come back on. I was co-producer, I was booking agent, I was content writer. Wow. We filmed, I think it was 10 episodes in three days. 
Wow. Yeah, it was insane. Uh, but it was so valuable in terms of what I learned during that process. And it was at that time to get into the social media that I had coined Pink Dreams, which I shared with you. Right. And I was part of the Ricky Lake social media community on Facebook. Mm -hmm. So do you remember Ricky Lake from Hairspray? Yes, yes absolutely. <laughs> Ricky had the brilliance and the sensitivity that there was power on Facebook and community. It was my first introduction to social media community. Mm -hmm. And what she did was she had various outlets of cities and when she needed information, she would reach out to those cities and those people became her people to provide content for the show. Ah. I had posted Pink Dreams. There was a cool group in California happening and I posted on Facebook, Pink Dreams, I'm coming to California, who do I wanna meet? And I said, I'd love the honor of meeting these two people who I saw through Ricky Lake. Right. They invited me to meet them in <laughs> California. Yeah. One happened to work for Insider Television at the time. Um, so Ricky Lake's show ended he, this gentleman went to Insider Television Entertainment tonight. They invited me for a tour. I was so excited. And they were very interested in my work, asking great questions, which I thought was so kind of them. And by the end of the tour, Lily, I was asked to become a commentator on the show to talk about health and wellness. So I returned to the show on my visit. I did my, my, my time, airtime. Uh, it aired. And then from there, four weeks later, I was asked to be part of the Twitter Roddy. And the Twitter Roddy is a collective group of people worldwide that have their own brands that come together and, and highlight and focus and cover various entertainment events. Oh, how exciting. And that's how it started. Oh my gosh. But then, I mean, it sounds like Right off the bat, you were combining or you were hopping between the social media and the media. <laughs> so it's yes. kind of a natural space for you, right? It's, yeah. it's very natural. Absolutely. Yeah. And what's important to, under, to share with everyone, kind of going back into stepping into that fear, is the very first time I covered an event, I believe it was the Grammys mm -hmm. uh, for Insider TV. And we were on the set of Insider and everyone's got their laptops, Lily, their extension cords. They're ready to tweet. I don't know how to tweet. I'm invited to the Twitter Roddy. What is this Twitter thing? I know Facebook, but I really don't know this Twitter. Right. One of the most kindest gentlemen who is iconic on Twitter um, took me under his wing and said, welcome to the pit. And he said, this is all you need to know. When in doubt, just retweet, take your time and do comments based on you and your feelings and your brand. And that forever changed my outlook, let alone our pioneer mentor always believed in all of us stepping into our own power and our own lens and views on things. Right. That was the secret sauce of the Twitter Roddy is that so many different people were coming together under like minds and like hashtag right. to discuss a relevant topic or red carpet event. Right. So what I'm getting at is I had no idea how to tweet and I was part of this famed Twitterati and it can forever change my life. And I had kind people who saw something in me that allowed me the opportunity to try. Oh, that's amazing. Yeah, it is. It is true, though, that 
uh, it's intimidating, right? You get into a new technology or new thing and you're like, what am I supposed to do even with this? It was fortunate that you were able to meet these people, kind people, uh, but I think they're uh, everywhere. Like, I mean, I got on Twitter not so long ago. I met people like you and I met people, other people that, you know, I learned a lot from. It's same thing. You kind of just seek people who are uh, vibing your same energy yes. Yes. <laughs> and, and you, you match up and then you kind of learn from each other. Right. And it doesn't have to be a formal kind of mentorship. It's just, sometimes it's just a conversation and you learn from that. And, and that is then your development over time and you become, you know, more confident as you become more confident. Um, it's amazing. So honestly, I think that's, you know, a lot of what you said are bit, like you said, serendipity. Yes. <laughs> a lot of listener listening, I, I wonder if they're thinking, well, how did you get all these opportunities? <laughs> what is your secret sauce to even meet these people or, or have opportunity to attend these shows or attend these events? And what is your secret in that? Or is there a secret? You know, I think it all comes back to the holistic practices. And as this is my belief system that our core values of being kind and empathetic and reaching out and, and not having agendas and you know, I learned so much from your uh, tweets yeah. and your consistency and like minds find each other. I call it social synergy. It is holistic, but I do believe no matter if we're online or offline, if we're doing something that's genuine, people respond. And so the opportunity of having them respond to that tweet, mm -hmm. uh, you know, forever changed my life. The opportunity to present and pitch a show forever changed my life. I've never had an agent. I've never, I don't have a background in formal education of media. Right. Yet, you know, I've gone from this to standing on the Oscars red carpet. So I do believe that if you are genuine and you are passionate and you are willing to put in the effort, that's the key, my friend. I agree. Yes. I call it the front stage and the backstage. And that many of us love the front stage, such as being a guest on a podcast, right? Being front forward. But the reality is the majority of the work happens behind the scenes. And my mentor taught me, and he said, Jennifer, I want you to remember that there's the good being on a carpet, and then there's the bad that comes with this world mm -hmm. of entertainment and even just in our world. Yep. And you have to remember that you asked for this role. You wanted this and with this comes both. So it's how you manage it, which is going to afford you the, um, if you're gonna be sustainable right. and understand that quite honestly, Lily, the fun stuff, the front stage, it's, it's fun and I love it. Don't get me wrong. I love it. And I've had like a lifetime of memories to share. Yeah. They do. don't define me. Mm -hmm. They're a part of me, but they don't define me. So I think when it comes to that secret sauce of relishing and appreciating the opportunities, but also having the sensitivity of knowing they're just parts of me. So they don't define my success. I define my success as a human being. Aww. If I'm kind, if I'm genuine, if I'm honest, if yes. I say I'm sorry when I make mistakes. Yep. Does that make sense? Yeah, I, no, I love that. And I really like the fact that you brought up the, the hard work behind the scene. And a lot of times, you know, you just see that the glory, right? The, the shows. 
in the posts, but you don't necessarily see the work that comes behind. But it is, you know, all of that in combination, your ethics and your honesty and your work that puts you there as well, right? Absolutely. Um, yeah, and, and a lot of times it's really doing all that 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 gave you the opportunity to be in the front. <laughs> I, I really believe so. Yeah. I really, truly believe that. I, I love that. Uh, so, I mean, right now you're over 20,000 followers on Twitter and Instagram. Um, you know, many would call you an influencer, but I know you call yourself something completely different. Uh, would you like to share that too? And what is the difference in your mind? Sure. Great question, by the way. Um, with all respect to influencers, I think that's an amazing world and people have got that down pat. That's just not who I am. In my world of social media, I see myself and has, was taught by my mentor that you're a social media correspondent. And what the difference is, is you are not the story. You're part of the story. You're telling the story as if we were watching a host on television or a radio host, but you're integrated into it, but you're not the lead. And I think that's really important to share because um, it's simply my lens and my views that I'm sharing around an event or another person. And that's how I prefer to look at my use of social media. Mm -hmm. Very interesting. And I know um, you also call yourself social media strategist. What is the kind of the, the role in that? Great, great question again. So I wear two distinctive hats within my social media world. And the front stage is the social media correspondent that you see on the carpet or we right. see on the podcast. The backstage is working as a social media strategist for brands, for entrepreneurs. So creating their content curation, creating their brand identity for social, uh, creating contesting, unboxing, ambassadorship programs, creating all the depth, the meat, the foundation before we get to one post. Right. And I love that creativity. And I love that I have been given this gift of wearing these two hats where, yes, I can come and have fun on the front, but really to be on, well, you do grow from the front because there's a lot of stress on being on a red carpet, but so much happens behind the scenes where that is where, um, your skills and your confidence can be shaken a bit for you to decide like, can I get through this? Can I, mm -hmm. can I make this? Cause you're taking something from nothing in many cases and you're creating something that's going to be birthed to the world uh, with the intent of also not only birthing it to the world, but you got the, the business side on that the metrics yeah. <laughs> have to go <laughs> along with it. That's but right. I I think it's really important that I want to share, if I may, that yeah. I don't lead by metrics. And it's very interesting because I was on a panelist this week and then someone said, I can't believe if, if someone doesn't understand their metrics. Mm -hmm. And I didn't say anything because I don't check my metrics. What do I check? How's my engagement? How's right. the conversation happening? How are the tagging happening? How's the conversation leading offline? How's the response been? Is it, is it genuine? Is it needed? That leads me to know that there's more content that can be created around this mm. um, because our audience is showing us that there's a need for, for more of X. Yeah, I think in a way you are in tune 
with your metrics. Yeah. Oh, you're not, you're not reading the metrics off a chart. You yes. are feeling and engaged in the metrics. So, you know, so. right. I think that's the difference, you know, because a lot of times people can be really studying something or learning something, but by the book, but you are like doing it, <laughs> being it. Right. So I think that's probably the difference here. Yes. I know a lot of uh, people are saying in the social media world, audience behavior has been changing because we've been talking engagement because of COVID. A lot of changes have been happening. There are definitely changes in behavior of the people that are involved in social media. Have you noticed anything, whether it's social media or other media channels? Absolutely, for sure. Because now the good news is we're all on the same playing field level that everybody is utilizing social media to right? have their voices heard. <laughs> but it's also a time where you have to roll up your sleeves and again, stop and listen or ask. Because if we continue to wear the social face we were wearing before COVID, it may or may not fit where we are. And the only way we're going to understand if we can serve, I always share with my clients, who are you, what do you do, and how do you serve? And that is how you're going to find your communities and your audiences. Mm. And I haven't met one where so far, and they might be out there, that have been able to stay completely the way they were before COVID to now. Right. <laughs> We've had to work and listen and understand how we could be of service on social media. And to yeah. me, I think that's the key factor. Yeah. And you and I talked about that as well. You know, just, you know, listen to and, and understand what the need is. And sometimes it's not no longer the same need anymore, right? Even the same people, the needs are different. Um, the habits are different. Like I'm, I'm seeing huge differences in engagement um, on social media versus when, when I first started last October. Right. I, I didn't have much time pre-COVID, so we didn't really settle into a routine. So I'm getting used to this as well. <laughs> but, uh, but at the same time, like you said, a lot of us had to pivot, really listen to what's out there, what's needed, and, uh, and pivot. And it's interesting because at first that, the word pivot came out, I was fine. And then it became a trigger word for me. And then it was like, ugh, ugh, ugh. and then it was fine again. Because really, in COVID, when we look back, I think the one identifiable word we're all going to agree to is that pivoting was absolutely necessary in our social media lives and our personal lives and our professional lives. That that is the key word right. that has been able to sustain us, to be able to uh, keep us moving forward in this pandemic that we're in. Mm -hmm. And another part I wanted to share with you that when the pandemic hit, um, I was in Cleveland, Ohio, as I mentioned, I was born and raised in Cleveland and right. I was with my mother who lives by herself. And I actually wound up in the US for two and a half months uh, because of everything hitting. I am allowed to move both sides of the border because of my circumstances. Right. But I stayed with my mother. I was living in the basement. We had a leak over my head. And oh. why I'm sharing all of this is that I had a producer reach out to me and say, you need to do something creative right now. Okay. <laughs> All right. Let me think. <laughs> and I thought about like my little space that I was in and how grateful I was in this space that I had food. My mother is Aww. safe. Like everything's fine. And I'm like, what can I do to be of service on social? Mm -hmm. And so I created the hashtag at home with Jen 
which is an IGTV series where I stepped back and I thought, okay, who do I know in my social Rolodex that is of the same cloth, same mind, so to speak, mm-hmm. that may be a public figure or a outwardly celebrity, but is grounded in themselves that um, we really resonate with one another and right. the way our social speak. So I created a dream list of people and I reached out to them and said, hey, I'm going to be filming this thing in my mom's basement (laughs) and I want to seek you because I'm thinking you have so much to offer right now to everyone to help calm them. Mm. So it's at home with Jen, clarity, conversation, um, and comfort was the intent behind it. So I've interviewed Claudio Aprile of MasterChef Canada in terms of mindful eating. Um, John Candy, the Canadian's daughter, Jennifer Candy, Mm -hmm. on humor uh, during tragedy and difficult times. New York Fashion Week designer, RVNG, Jordan Stewart, on the power of stepping into getting semi-dressed for your Zooms. (laughs) Celebrity makeup artist talked about the power of just, not the aesthetics from a, from a harsh presented world, but the power of putting it on for your own holistic self-care of, of makeup or putting yourself together. So, and the list goes on, uh, FBI, Quantico trained uh, female police officer on coping skills and well-being. Mm-hmm. And so I'm sharing this because anyone at home can stop and think, and thanks to my nudge for my producer friend, but these are just raw I would have the bucket, the, 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 the uh, leak has been fixed now, by the way, but, but I would have the Thank bucket <laughs> and I was in this little corner, Lily, where you could see it's just trying to get these two little white walls. And yeah. it was just so real right. on both sides. Everyone let their guards down right. of their front forward faces and they just got genuine in their conversations. And I hope that for those that are seeking or need to calm or get grounded, There's a series now for you to potentially review Uh and watch from these incredible people that can help center you again. Oh, what a great idea. So creative and so real. (laughs) And I would, I think I would uh, tune in and enjoy that. That's, that's really amazing. Thank you. Wow. Yeah. And, and already also really shows that you don't need much to be creative right? So you, like you said, you worked off of, out of the, the basement and with very little. We did Zoom recordings and that's yeah. why I literally just had this corner where I can only get two little white walls. <laughs> right? So, so you don't need a lot, especially in these day and age. It's, you know, everybody's understanding of the situations and, uh, you know, and it's a matter of wanting to do it putting the hard work, arranging it, like you said, the background work and getting all these people lined up and having those stories uh, lined up and uh, just amazing. So creative. (laughs) Here's what's so incredible is no one said no. Oh, isn't that amazing too? Yeah. Sometimes that's, that's the part of the fear too, right? And maybe it is also because you pre-qualified them, right? You, you, You said you were looking for people who were grounded, 
right? Yes. So yes, and centered. And but but I also explained the situation. Like I'm in this basement, so this isn't going to be something that you're used to seeing when I'm wearing my mm -hmm. social media hat, strategy or correspondent hat. Right. Not the bells and whistles. This is just completely raw and real conversation. And are right. you up for it? And so it was great to see that they 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 said yes. Oh, that's so awesome. So happy for you. Thank yeah, you. and and I'll be sure to put that link as well. Thank you. Um, okay, so I know you mentioned Pink Dreams. Pink Dream is your social media strategy consulting company. Yes. Do you actually do it for small businesses, or what is who's your clientele? Yeah. So gr another great question. Um, because I'm an entrepreneur, I never want to lose sight of being available for entrepreneurs. So my portfolio has been very diverse from startup entrepreneurs, seasoned entrepreneurs, brands, innovated apps to networks, television networks. Mm -hmm. So it's very expansive. Um, and I think the common con goal or thread between them all is to approach their social media, again, from a whole view and try a different way of looking at social than the traditional manufactured looks we've seen in the past. Right. And Oh, that's great. What would you say is your favorite part of your journey? Oh, I have to share that stepping onto the Oscars red carpet for the first time blew my mind. Oh, it just blew my mind. Yeah. Because I thought, how did I get here? How am I here? And so one little fun fact of each time I've gone on the red carpet at the end, the carpet actually is starting to pull away. The pile of fabric pulls oh, okay. on the edges. Yeah, yeah. And so each year I take a tiny little piece and I put it in a plastic baggie and I put the year just to remind myself of where I've been and not to lose sight of how I felt during that experience. And I have them in my room. <laughs> oh, that is so cool. Thanks. Yes. And it's, and it's true because, you know, you go through all that every year, you go through the different challenges and you overcome them. So it really is a good memory to have and also keep you grounded, right? Yes. Yeah, absolutely. So what's next for Jennifer? Oh, you know, I am, uh, never worked so hard in my life as I am during COVID. And <laughs> I know, right? So for some people, <laughs> lucky, <laughs> yes. and, right? Fortunate. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, I'd say it's a, I call it a champagne issue, <laughs> a total champagne issue that I'm working hard and that I've given, been given this opportunity to continue to work both hats, the holistic clientele and also the social clients that we Amazing. have. Amazing. So that was continuing. Um, I'm very excited that I will be bringing um, a unique community from California called Boss Talks to Toronto. It is a female uh, community with the mindset of mentorship and specifically of women of six figure income leading to seven figure and how to bridge to seven incredible mentorship uh, within this community. And I will be the Toronto director as of November. So very oh, how amazing. What a great project. So it'll be beautiful of tying in social entrepreneurship community all with a pink bow. Oh, I love it. What a Thank wonderful, you. actually, you have to send that link to me as well, I if you can. Yes, that, that's amazing to, to, I mean, even just to follow. <laughs> I know some people are not at the six figure or seven figure. <laughs> oh, and, and again, this is not to dismiss anyone at all that's not at that level. Um, it's a niche community. However, 
Um, it's obviously open to any women that aspire that type of mindset um, to come forth and want to be mentored and have a community of women that they can uh, connect with and engage with. Um, it's a beautiful space that's been created. Right. And this goes back to founder, co-founder has been a friend of mine since the Vanity Fair social days. So it's coming full circle. Which oh, is so wonderful. So wonderful. Yeah, that sounds exciting. Definitely uh, check that out. Yeah, thank you. Yeah. And okay, so we're gonna come to kind of the last segment of the show. Uh, it's called In Search of True Fulfillment. And there we have three questions and all three of them. We're looking for a sentence or 10 words to describe your answer. First one, how do you define success? Hashtag pink dreams. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> love it. <laughs> what makes you happy in life? My faith in my family. Oh, yes. Um, what is one thing, if any, that someone can take away from this story um, to help them ignite or harvest their inner sparks? Be aware, but don't compare. Step into your own power. Understand what's happening. Oop, that's more than 10. That's Understand okay. what's happening around you, but you are your own light. You are your own spark. So stay true to your voice. Love that. Oh, I love that. That is so true. Be aware, but not compare. I like that. <laughs> My mantra. Oh, that's so awesome. Actually, I like to throw in maybe one bonus question here. Sure. <laughs> what would your suggestion be for someone who's starting to explore the world of social media slash media? Because it could be very overwhelming. What would your suggestion be? Great question. First of all, determine which platform you really identify with. Pick one and do it well. You don't need to be everywhere. You really don't. Pick one and build it as a community genuinely engage on those things that are passionate for you or you have interest in because you will find those like minds and that exchange will start to occur which i call hashtag social synergy and that's where the beautiful growth will happen so really just step into your own again self of that last question be aware don't compare right figure out where you feel comfortable in that space of social media and be your true self Try to step into that transparency as much as it's comfortable, of course, and professional still, but that when you do that, you open the social gates for such great conversation. Oh, so good. Thank you for that suggestion. And I think that's actually, you know, um, put a lot of ease at people because we look at social media and there's so many to choose from, so many to do and so many <laughs> platforms to be on and you get so overwhelmed just looking at them and, and sometimes people hesitate to even get in because it's just too much. So great suggestion. Thank you so much, Jen. You're welcome. Thank you for having me. This has been fabulous. It's been uh, fun. So I want to thank you for joining us. Thank you so much for sharing your story and it's so inspiring. I wish you all the best with, you know, all the new projects that's coming out and um, very excited. Hope to, you know, maybe take part in some of them, at least follow a lot of that. I will definitely share all of those links of the programs and the companies and your social handles uh, in our show notes and descriptions. And I really also hope that others will hear your story and get inspired and have the courage and the vision to start walking into the world of media.
Uh, well, I so appreciate you uh, even more so now that I've really gotten to know you better outside of uh, Twitter and Instagram. And I thank you for your uh, time and researching intelligent questions that really will, I hope, uh, service those out in, in our social world and be able to provide them some insights and to stay safe and be well, Lily. Awesome. Thank you so much. You too. You. Stay safe and be well. Thank you. Take care. If you enjoy our Inner Sparks contents, I encourage you to subscribe and follow and share with your friends and family. Your thoughts on this episode is encouraged on all our social media sites, which are listed in the podcast description. If you have any feedback on this podcast, the social media sites, and this network as a whole, please feel free to email me at ourinnersparks at gmail.com. Should you or someone in your life have an inspiring story you would like to see shared in our network, please feel free to email me with a nomination for future features. Thank you for listening to this episode of Our Inner Sparks Featured Stories.